Welcome back to New Rock Stars. I'm Phil Molina. This is Rogue Theory. Uh, today we're finding out how we got these scars. Uh, I have my uh, attackers here <laughs> to <laughs> interrogate them. Uh, we got Eric Voss. Hi. Yeah. How's it going, bud? Good. Uh, we got our friend Chris Cope. Hello. Uh, Stand-up comedian. Might have Yay. seen him on Conan. Uh, might have seen him uh, in Gainesville, Florida, where I, where I see him. <laughs> where we met. Uh, but yeah. Uh, when we fell in love. Uh, and then Trisha Hirschberger. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, guys, on this episode, we're going to get into some rogue theories about It Chapter 2. But first, we got to talk about the st- apparently this surprising uh, fact that the Joker movie is supposed to be really good. Uh, like a lot of people were like, "Oh, this is gonna be, this is just gonna be Todd Phillips making uh, like something to prove that he's not some just a hangover director or something." Uh, and it turns out like it's got a really great Rotten Tomato score. Uh, but there is a question about whether or not it's gonna have any sequels or if it's gonna play a role in the broader DC extended universe or not. So that's what I want to get into: is how is this film going to end in a way that either connects to it, uh, the current universe, doesn't connect to it, maybe starts its own thing, mm. or anything else that you guys want to go rogue on. But basically, the Joker movie, how does it end and what does it begin? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but they've already said that it's not part of the DCEU. Right, right but but the Batman might also not be part of the DCEU. Backed. And mm-hmm. so they could be starting backdooring into a okay. new DCU of some sort. A whole alternate timeline. Yeah, DC Black, as some people are calling it. That's what Todd Phillips Black wanted it to be, yeah. like DC Black. DC Dark okay. Universe. Yeah. Well, yeah. none of us have seen the movie, yes? None of the nope. four of us? None of us were at Venice. No, so these so are straight speculative. Up, these are all yeah, speculations. I want yeah. top three rogue theories. All right, well, okay, I'm going to get into mine. Here's what I think. I think we might be looking at a situation where what if the Joker, like, not only just, like, survives this... But like he triumphs. What if this is truly the uh, not just the Joker's origin story, but his victory story? And we see a version of Gotham where the villains are really people like Thomas Wayne, the elite, these mm-hmm. greedy jerks who think they know how to run a city. And instead, it turns into this Elseworld style universe where the Joker is basically running the show. He's the, the Dark Knight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's yeah. his city. It turns into like the Narrows. It turns into uh basically oh, Arkham the, Asylum. Yeah, games. like the inmate the inmates are running the city. Yeah, yeah. We see that in, in a in I a mean, bunch of different stories. That, and I think it matches. I think it might match better in the sense of how like this is the most realistic adaptation of a comic book character. He's giving you a logical step how this person could actually come to be instead right. of we've seen in the comic books where it's always some sort of singular singular incident or far-fetched vat of acid yeah vat <laughs> right, of yeah. acid misplaced yeah. step acid on the face creates two faces like comic books have a far-fetched origin story this has a legitimate oh this could happen which right. is what's making a lot of comic book fans really mad about the movie. I think that's why it got such a negative rap at first and everyone was like, oh man, it's going to be crap because they love having a Joker that you can't predict because there's no mm-hmm. backstory as to how Joker became Joker, really, and how he went that insane. Um, but I think that just as a pure villain character study, I'm super excited for this movie and I love your theory, Eric. Yeah, I mean, we know that like Todd Phillips is pulling from the King of Comedy, from Taxi Driver, and those movies kind of ended with this anti-hero validated as kind of a weird heroic figure. So I would love to see that, but I'm going to throw another rogue twist at you guys. Okay. What if this whole reality where the Joker is running Gotham and it's his he's a gangster in chief? 
what if it's actually in Arthur Fleck's mind? Of final scene of the movie. Yeah, of course. He's that in his, awesome. he's in the straight jacket in Arkham Asylum, and this is what's in his brain. It's his own little reality that that's gets to live out. on. See, yeah, I disagree. I disagree. I would love that so much. Like, take it full Birdman, where we don't know what's real. Mm. It's all in his Especially, head. Especially, uh, what I like about that is that it, not from the beginning, right? Maybe this is the story, but it branches out to like, and then suddenly he's doing that cocky walk that he does in the trailer, and now he's got followers and whatnot, and then he wins and people throw him on their shoulders and that's the part that I realize, oh no, he lost very severely. Well, and if, sure. if he's telling us the story as he remembers it, mm-hmm. then it can totally Unreliable. track okay, and then it's up to contorted, audiences yeah. to figure out. Right. Chris hates it. That. Why? <laughs> I think, I honestly, I think the way the trailer sets it up for me, like he might be trying to martyr himself mm-hmm. and then, then you see the scene where they have like the masks on. Mm-hmm. He inspires an entire city Mm-hmm. And I think that also makes it plays your your thought of if he becomes the hero in a lot of ways, mm. and a lot of times heroes are martyred. Yeah, yeah. So okay, well, so then let's wrap up. Eric's theory is essentially he he wins. It could be all in his mind, though. Yeah, it's or his the fantasy, <laughs> or maybe yeah. we don't know that. Or and we're left guessing. Yeah. In the same way that like right. uh, the Joker's in the Alan Moore quote in the Killing Joke, he wants his uh, backstory to be multiple choice. So we make have the multiple choice option right. of what we think his reality is. But I think yeah. this is the realistic take. This is this which is, is the him him winning. No, just the the movie in general. It's the realistic take yeah, on yeah, the character. Sure. So it's just. It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna be more grounded, and I like the idea that it has a, it has an origin. Well, and go ahead th- and go yeah. into into your theory. Uh, I just think he, idea he, he gets killed at the end because it makes okay. sense. He's mm-hmm. a weaker. He's in the trailer. We've only seen the trailers. I'm long, mm-hmm. I'm going off this three minutes of a character, <laughs> right? But he seems weak. I mean, clearly that's how he's supposed to be portrayed. And I think he wants to be Marty. He wants to be. He doesn't have the shoulders to carry the burden, and I just think he just ends up dying somehow, and then that that the city. I'm going to make you take a stance here. Do you think he he designs it for his death? Or you also said he's weak. He just ends up dying and other people turn him into a martyr. I'm going to go... My right, my right hand. Right Podcast hand. listeners, he just turned the queen. Find the queen. Find the queen. It's a joker. It's so he uh, he he's, he nice. falls apart and he collapses and people attribute uh, meaning to what he stood for yeah. later. I can definitely that feels see accurate that to history. happening. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. feel like and we, the, and this is in, in a real world. Real. This is in a. Re- they're making uh, Gotham seem as realistic a place as possible. Corrupt politicians. Right. Corrupt. You know. But I, wouldn't it be cool Thomas though? Wayne's a jerk. Yeah. It'd be right. so cool to see himself, like, to see Arthur Fleck make himself into the sacrificial figure that then maybe inspires the Joker of the comic books that we're more accustomed yeah. to. That's yeah, cool. so right. So he he becomes this, this he, they sacrifice him. He Maybe it, it starts as a lowly Occupy Wall Street kind of movement. But if there's a death, there was no, in Occupy Wall Street is not considered a successful movement. But had there been some central figure of it that was the face of it and then that person were killed or something, mm. I mean, that's a lot of, what people think, you know, I the mean, civil blood rights sparks has, outrage. Yeah, you know, it does. Normally right. when someone dies, you're like, oh, this is for so-and-so. So then it actually is like a successful Occupy Wall Street. They bring down the fat cats, the Thomas Waynes, you know, those greedy doctors. Burn <laughs> Wayne Manor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then inspire a wave of copycats. Are we talking... Jared Leto's maybe and and uh, oh like it could uh, be connected ah. to you know, all of them like maybe. now every yeah, kid wants to be the Joker right exactly well this took place in and it takes place in 1981 mm-hmm. I believe right so if he has created essentially he's the martyr and a martyr sparks a religion or a religious movement of some sort then he makes followers so mm. are, are we thinking that could even because that I still want to know is this kind of set up to maybe connect to Robert Pattinson's Pattinson's I think this is a one off I think this just makes its point and. 
I okay, think it's well, I'm gonna throw, I'm gonna throw in be. I'm gonna throw in a, uh, an issue with why it might not just be a one-off. There was recently an interview with Robert Pattinson, Pattinson, and uh, he said something about Joaquin Phoenix, and they had to remove it. They were yeah. partying together. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, just let the story. His, his publicist yeah. was like, <laughs> "That was it. You're He's right. the best kisser <laughs> I've ever known." <laughs> they were out one night on Sunset. Yada yada yada. Don't print that. No, yeah. but didn't <laughs> yeah. didn't he say like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you have to take that out. That could be a spoiler." Like right. there, there was a, uh, a so it was it was a spoiler. Like <laughs> So I had this spoiler energy to it. We so. don't know what it was. He had though. his comment redacted like the Mueller report, man. Like, yeah, it's crazy. exactly. It's uh, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of spoilers in the Mueller report. But we do <laughs> know number one in that interview when Robert Pattinson said that that he hadn't yet seen the Joker movie, so it couldn't be a spoiler for the Joker movie. So you throw out the phrase, "I'm excited to get to work with this guy." <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's the same thing as like we put have we have to put spoiler warnings at the top of our videos for things we haven't seen yet, just in case just we accidentally case. say something that might end up happening. So what sure. if it's like I'd love to fight him one day, or I think. I can take See, him, and that itself is publicist is like. No, I think that they would have printed because that's a nice cross promotion. They'd be really excited. No, I, I, speculation. Would I go. agree with Philip. He said something he should have. They had they had to go cut that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, realistically, he probably said something like, "I'm really excited to work with Joaquin Phoenix," and then yeah. we were like, "Oh man!" Also, oh. reminder: it, it's been a while, but there was a rumor that Robert Pattinson and uh, Matt Reeves' The Batman takes place in the '90s. Which mm-hmm. is only shortly after the you know, so, the, the events of the eighties. So if Joker there was a movement, years. or yeah. his movement, yeah, it gives his moment everybody to, to matriculate into the crime force. That is, the, you know, the sweeping cross Gotham the Joker was. Yeah, I like and, that theory. and still saying mm-hmm. it, it gives enough time for somebody to get a damage tattoo across their forehead, <laughs> find a sick enough tattoo artist to really like go deep like that. You know, and this idea of like the Joker martyring himself could be super dark, which a lot of people are saying this movie is extremely dark. And some people are talking about how it's similar to the movie Network, which ends with someone on air in a massive unplanned rant. Uh, everyone's watching it on live TV. <laughs> the Joker's and, mad as hell. Yeah, he's mad yeah. as hell, not going to take it anymore. And what if like... I know it's super dark, but what if we see a suicide that launches That's whole... That's what I would think. Because some mean, critics are saying this movie's irresponsible. Maybe that's what they're referring to. Maybe. Oh, I, I mean, we've I... all seen the bang flag gun. I thought, sure. I thought yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think Eric and I have seen the actual... Like, there's that news event that oh. is very dark that where it would be sampling from history. Something like that did happen once. Yeah, yeah it's happened a couple times. There's Faces been a couple of the different. death. Terrifying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, you know what, guys? It just got too real. It just got yeah, too real. Yeah. Uh, which is the yeah. whole point of this movie. Uh, yeah. Off-screen producers are are making smiley faces. Uh, <laughs> you were never there, too. Go <laughs> see it. Like, like a Joker smiley face? Wanted yeah, to go further down the dark face. mask? Yeah. Oh, I know. When he does that, I was just like, oh, poor guy. When he does that to the kid? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hot no, is that Bruce Wayne? That's Bruce Wayne, right? So, okay, that leads into my theory. Because he looked rich. Okay. He looked rich. Little kid yeah. looked rich. Well, mm-hmm. any kid behind bars you think okay. is rich. He's reaching uh, through a gate, maybe into Wayne he's Manor, <laughs> maybe into the estate, right? So uh, that could potentially, I would Be say, is Richie probably rich. Bruce Wayne, oh, a.k.a. Yeah, Richie right. Rich. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're that's the universe is crossing. There's other parts in the trailer that people have speculated that that is the Wayne family. Okay, okay. Wait, I'm going to pause you then because I do want to go into this. So let's just like clarify where we are so eric has said okay. that he believes that the joker is going to win the day he's going he is the hero of the story so mm-hmm. it would make sense that he gets some sort of hero again it's gonna rewrite but it history. might be in his, mind, in his mind or it could be revisionist history everyone's their own protagonist yeah. chris's yeah, rogue theory uh here is that he's gonna die at the end of the movie uh because he's a stupid little weakling uh that's chris's words not mine uh, and I said he looked weak. It's yeah. the whole trailer. Woe is uh, me. I'm crying. But you I'm spit laughing. on the trailer when you watched it too. No, like, no, I didn't. No, I enjoyed <laughs> it. I thought I remembered you. Doing I that. was freaked out when I first yeah. saw it. I legitimately was like, 
wow, this is a, this is gonna be a trip. And because yeah. this dude's so weak. But, but yeah, but <laughs> in Joker's dead. He, he looks like he needs to eat. He, he, he lost a ton uh, of weight for the role. Yeah, and so, but he he dies. But that's how other disgusting people, he was not himself. He's a Christ <laughs> figure who dies who inspires a church of jokers. Yeah, yeah. other people uh, take uh, take up the mantle and and the the argument, and maybe they live on to fight uh, uh, a grown up Batman at some point. Now, going to your theory, where it's instead of those, it's he he doesn't die. I assume at the end, he lives on. So he's. That's 1981, this older man. What, what's your theory here? Yeah, I think that there's going to be some major interaction with the Wayne family that's mm-hmm. going to tie us into mm-hmm. a greater Batman universe. And I know a lot of people are speculating that we see the Wayne family, we could go uh, the route of the uh, what I consider to be the OG Batman movies back in the day where Joker kills the Wayne parents and oh, then that's sure. what inspires Burton, Batman. Yeah. Of Tim Burton's, yeah. yes, exactly. Um, but I think, let's flip it on its head, right? So we see him interacting with a kid who's probably Bruce. We see Thomas Wayne having strong opinions, being a very um, influential figure in that time. And maybe I'm influenced because I played a lot of the Telltale Batman video games. Mm. But I'm like, ooh, Thomas Wayne was up to no good. Uh, What if Joker ends up killing Bruce? And take, yep, taking out the mm-hmm. kid. And then Thomas Wayne becomes the Batman type figure. Boom. But then it also kind of ties in with that idea of who's the real hero here in this story if we've already established that maybe Thomas is up to no good. And I think it sets us right. up for a really interesting universe and a much, it, I mean, it <laughs> yeah. seems funny to Bad say dad. a darker take <laughs> on Gotham because Gotham's already so dark, mm-hmm. but a real kind of Game of Thrones-esque right. where everybody's got their strengths and their weaknesses. We don't have a clear villain. We don't mm. have a clear hero so, type of battleground and it's all public perception. Maybe it's, it's a little The Boys coming sure, in there. Right, but yeah. but I, I actually think that The Boys is more simplistic than it has to be. I like The Boys, but I think that if you're you're connecting to basically Flashpoint version of, of Batman. Exactly. So in, in Flashpoint, uh, the Flash goes back, changes uh, just a, a small thing. Well, uh, not to him, but uh, changes something. One of the ramifications is that Bruce Wayne is killed and Thomas Wayne becomes Batman. <laughs> but he is uh, like a murderous Batman because he yeah. like lost a child, right? Instead of being an orphan, he w- his kid was killed in front of him. Mm-hmm. And so he's really kind of bad, but he's not evil. He just way overdoes it, right? He's like the Punisher, kind of. Sure. And I like that version being the one that could theoretically be up against a <clears throat> Arthur Fleck because then it is complicated where neither's right. good, neither's bad. Exactly. If it's just straight up, you know, Thomas Wayne is evil, I think, one, it's a, it's just a bummer to see, like, evil Batman. Uh, but two, I think it's like, it, then it becomes too easy to, to know who to root for. No, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say make him go entirely evil. The complexity is where the yeah, story well, is there. Yeah, they're both hard to root for. But people are yeah. saying, you know, if, if we do go the Tim Burton route and Joker or Arthur Fleck's character in this film kills Thomas and Martha, then there's going to be this huge age discrepancy between Joker sure. and Batman moving forward. Yeah. And I guess we could have like a crusty old Joker fighting a young Bruce Wayne. Um, but I like the idea I mean, of it being Thomas much better. Yeah. Outside of Heath Ledger, the Joker's always been kind of an older character. If you go back to Cesar Romero or Jack, Jack Nichols was like 50 when he played him. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. He but how old was Michael Keaton then? 10, as Batman 30, 10 years in his old. 30s, late 35, 30s, maybe a little older. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't remember thinking there was an age gap between them. Oh, no. Because Jack yeah. just looked that good. But Jack yeah. Yeah. Well, he was covered in a lot of makeup. A lot of makeup. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, Cesar Romero had that style. Like, he was in his like, 40s when I think he played. So the, the Joker's always, except for Heath Ledger, 
he's always been played by an older actor. He, yeah, they don't need to be contemporaries, but I'll say that your theory of, you know, maybe he kills a kid. I like the theory. It could align with a theory that I've heard about where maybe uh, actually Arthur Fleck is an illegitimate child of <gasps> Thomas Wayne's. Oh, uh, he's a bastard? And so not of only... Thomas. So then he's Batman's he, half-brother? And he's killed... Potentially he's killed his brother, right? But they both have the it's same like now father. now a great tragedy? Yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason those stories stick around. And you know, you think, fast. like, how old is Joaquin Phoenix? How old is Brett Cullen, who plays Thomas Wayne? Like, Brett Cullen's in his 60s. Joaquin Phoenix is in his 40s. That could happen, especially if you think young, early, like, uh, relationship with a woman. stayed over late. You know, that yeah. kind of... Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. And very, Ma- very madman yeah. culture. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's cool. So, and that could actually work with a, with a lot of your guys' theories, right? He, he, he dies he wins, he lives, whatever. It, he could still always be this guy's son secretly, uh, which it was so great because then it would really juxtapose with their uh, social class standing, right? Where you just see, yeah. like, like you know, maybe it's the kind of thing where the, the mom is, you know, Thomas Wayne's on TV, like, giving a speech or, or whatever, and she kind of is like, I don't know if she would say that's your daddy kind of thing. I'm stealing that from Armageddon. Armageddon, he's playing with a with a spaceship. Yeah, he's playing with a doctor toy, and she's yeah. like, "Your your your daddy does." Christopher that. Walken talks about his pop's watch. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That salesman's on TV. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, yeah. You know what's interesting no is like you mentioned like Thomas Wayne, a doctor. Like, what if like this movie is all about like honestly healthcare treatment for mental illness? <gasps> Arthur Fleck loses his healthcare treatment. That's why his uh, like healthcare right. person has to drop. Them. And as Thomas Wayne, as someone who's supposed to be healing the sick of Gotham, has abandoned this illegitimate so kid. So much social commentary. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do no harm, right? And yeah. then the one that does the harm is the doctor. And then he pays right. the price for it. Yeah. Uh, all right. These were all. I, I'm pretty happy this week. These were these were actually pretty rogue theories. So sum them up for for <laughs> me uh, and for the audience mm-hmm. uh, in just a few words in, in a tweet. Your rogue theory of how you think the Joker is going to end and what it'll launch into. Okay, the Joker becomes crime king of Gotham in his own imagination. Joker's dead. The followers will rise. <laughs> cool. I like that as a, a kid's coloring book. <laughs> <laughs> Joker takes out Bruce, inspiring a way too overactive Thomas Wayne Batman figure. Mm. Nice. I mean, I got to give the rogue for this week to Trisha. That's so Whoa, intense. Yeah, yeah. That's really Not only did, did she rogue. kill off Batman immediately, she started an old man yeah. series of films. Kid death, <laughs> yeah. uh, Papa revenge. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just love two old men fighting to the death with yeah. gadgets too and stuff. That's uh, true. It's just modern day your gadget. Yeah. Neither uh, of them has, you know, like supernatural superhero powers. All right, guys. Uh, we're going to uh, jump into in a moment. Uh, talk. Oh, by the way, let us know in the comments uh, which of those you thought was the most rogue theory, but also which one you think is the most likely to happen. Uh, but before we get into it, chapter two, just real quick thank you to the people that helped us bring this show to you. New Rockstar's Rogue Theory is brought to you by some very nice sponsors. MeUndies doesn't take themselves too seriously, and they think that we shouldn't take underwear too seriously either. They believe undies should be soft, fit you perfectly, and offer fun patterns that give you the freedom to express yourself. They don't just have undies, by the way. They also have super great onesies and loungewear that keep you nice and comfortable as you rock back and forth trying to push that waking nightmare of It Chapter 2 out of your mind. I personally really love the high-tech fabric that MeUndies uses. It's micromodal. It's three times 
times softer than cotton, so it's extremely comfortable to wear just around the house in general, but specifically when I'm working out. In fact, I actually can't bring myself to wear any of my non-MeUndies underwear anymore because it's so scratchy in comparison. That's totally true. I'm wearing it right now as I record this. MeUndies has a great deal for new Rockstars fans. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping. So to get your 15% off your first pair, free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com rockstars. That's MeUndies.com rockstars for 15% off your first pair and free shipping. All right, back to it. All right, guys, and we're back. And during the break, we had to uh, separate Chris and Eric because they were in this intense brawl. Uh, apparently, uh, Chris was not is not into this idea of it being in his mind. He feels like it would waste. It's terrible. Your, it's your such a bad ending to any movie. You said you it, to me, even... it's a cop out. To me, that's yeah. a cop out. Oh, I can't write a good ending. That was all in his mind. You can all go to hell. Bye. Well, Someone needs to rewatch the finale of um... Bob Newhart show. <laughs> go to hell. Yeah. Or I spent my elsewhere. childhood with that man. Hey, li- how old am I? How old are you? <laughs> Bob Newhart yeah. show. You were raised by Bob Newhart. <laughs> TV Land. Wow. Reruns. You saw. You, you look have great for your age. I do. Yeah. 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 Sixty-three this autumn. Yeah. <laughs> autumn. Yeah. All the people use the word autumn. <laughs> It's just, oh, you know, the fall TV season. It was quite season. the time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just estimates in, like, a newspaper. There's uh, a tree somewhere in Alabama. They just put an X. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, my kids. Okay, so, guys, It Chapter 2 is uh, opening this week. Uh, I'm a big It fan, actually, uh, and I know uh, a bunch of us have read the books, but I, I know you guys also, before we get into what we want to theorize about It, I just want to, like, establish baseline here. Some of you hate the concept of like watching this movie, right? Oh yeah, I, I can't do horror films. Like I'm incapable. I will not sleep and for a month. And you read the book. As a, as a stupidly, child. As yeah. a child, I read the book. And I, I will admit, I only got so far in before I like threw the book under my bed and then like, for the next, I don't know, couple weeks, I had to run and jump into my bed because I don't want my feet anywhere near where I'd thrown the, the book, book just in case like, his around. arm yeah, came yeah. out from under my bed and pulled me under. We all float down here. Like, I was like... Did the see, book keep it, reappearing on your nightstand every time you tried to throw it away? That, that would be, pod, that would be so terrifying. I, but yeah, no, But it's just I her can't. mom, like, tidying up again yeah. and again. I don't know why this keeps being under the bed. <laughs> mom! You're terrifying me! the book! <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I think I made the same mistake as you were saying this earlier where I also read it as a child because uh, I thought it was just like, you know, R.L. Stein kind of stuff. Like, like Goosebumps, Goosebumps yeah. Fear Street, it, I got this, yeah, yeah. it. Uh, nope. And then they torture animals and babies in it's it. And I was like, oh my God. Uh, and it messed me up real good. Messed uh, me up so good to the point where um, when the It movie came out years and years and years ago and had... Uh, the TV one? Yes. And had Jonathan Brandis in it. Yes, who, it did. yeah. Any girl my generation was R. like, whoo, A Disney Jonathan kids Brandis. movie star in like, the yeah. darkest we movie. That yes, sir, so Jonathan Brandis. Down. Not even Sequest. his appearance in that film could R. get R. me to watch that film. Wow. That's saying something. Well, maybe yeah. it was JTT, though. Uh, Chris, uh, Chris, you also... Uh, I was terrified when I first saw it, that, because I saw the miniseries as a kid, Yeah, and I was like, eh. It didn't really scare me as well, much. I mean, you were already 48 then. <laughs> <laughs> After being jilted by Newhart, you kind of have... <laughs> yeah, it's like you're burned. Yeah, Daddy yeah. Newhart went to the 7-Eleven to get yeah. cigarettes and never TV came back. TV couldn't move you anymore. <laughs> um, no, the, when I saw the... the I chapter saw one. The chapter one, yeah, man. I saw my girlfriend and we just were both like... I, I, jumped, I jumped probably seven times. Like, just, I mean... Well, and you were saying you were going to walk out, right? Like, I, there was times like, I literally could not, like... I had no more anxiety. Like, this is just too much. I'm like, I'm done. I want to walk out. Wow. Cause it's just it, it. 
I, a lot of scary movies don't really scare me. Like that movie just found something inside me that was very vulnerable, much like Arthur Fleck's like a weakness. Prostate. <laughs> Callback. Wow. It is inside you and is very vulnerable, yeah. especially at your age. No, nah, mine's all flared <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't Man. piss for anything. Yeah. At least you look great for 63. Uh, and Eric, you can pee easily, right? Anyway, guys, there was a, a topic of discussion here, uh, and it's about uh, the concept of it, since we haven't seen it yet. Uh, Eric actually uh, got to see it. Mm -hmm. uh, Early screening. Uh, so shame him. Finally, he was Lucky. able to get into one of those. Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's instead talk about what might come after this. Uh, we know the story well enough to know that it famously takes place in two timelines, right? Uh, in the book, it's 1958 and 1985, I think. Uh, but now it, it's been it's 20 years later. Yeah, right? it's, it's 88 and 2015. Yeah, yeah. now-ish, basically. Yeah. Uh, but and so those two timelines are supposed to encapsulate the entire story of it. But just wondering, it's a huge, huge hit. Is there are there ways that they can take this franchise and keep it alive, or do they have to stop at it chapter two? Yeah, could it, could Pennywise become like the new Annabelle, right? Like I you see, see Pennywise that. origin. I see period pieces. Yeah. I want to see it during the Civil War. Well, we could because he's every he's every twenty seven years, right? So we could totally go forward or backward. Right. Well, right. in the books, they they go into those stories a little bit, and what's really interesting is every time the Pennywise the clown shows up, so it's it's twenty seven to twenty eight years, so it's a little range. To to start it off, there's some sort of insane massive tragedy. Then there's a bunch of murders, and then to end it, there's also some sort of insane massive tragedy. Mm. So it, it if we did go back and tell those stories, I mean, there, it's like an epic. Every single time he comes out, it's, it's a really epic, intense fun bookends. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Very fun bookends. And <laughs> in the, in the books, uh, right, or in the book. Or in the movie as well, they they give hints at these past things. There was that factory that exploded on an Easter egg hunt a day. There was uh, why the would black you have an Easter egg hunt down. in a factory? <laughs> it's already kids, kids, like kids, kids were already working. The, the kids were already working. They yeah. took a ten no. minute break right. for colored eggs, and yeah. that was it. <laughs> there was a, 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 <laughs> a hint at a scene where it's like a colonial family. Mm -hmm. A woman had to like sacrifice one of her kids to to the. Beast to save the rest of her kid had to turn away just as it was like eating Ooh, her kid. Don't like it. They were gonna do it for the movie, and they they ended up cutting it from the first film. Um, yeah, so this new thing, like if they now that they've changed the timeline to be like 1988, so we're looking at like early 60s, there could be another movie. We're looking at early 30s, there could be another movie around uh, the night, like for early years of the Depression 1900s, hit. could be another movie. Well, you could go in in any direction, right? Because or the future, it, it yeah. was there. Essentially, before man was, uh, if, according to the book, at least uh, it came from space or something. But it's it's there. It's prehistoric, and then also it could be post-historic if they do what they did. So essentially, why why it comes back twenty seven years later is they didn't finish the job, right? They just hurt it very bad. Mm -hmm. uh, they could just maybe have done that again. So then, yeah, we can jump twenty seven, twenty eight years in the future again and again and again. Get it three thousand. Mm -hmm. You know, find, find out it in space, it X or whatever. Yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I mean, there's something about the further in history back that you go, the scarier things get because there's fewer things that can save you. You know, like movies were scarier before people had cell phones. Uh, mm -hmm. Movies were scarier yeah. before there was like the internet or GPS or anything like that. And do you guys see The Witch? It came out a couple yeah. of years ago. The, the director is yeah. doing the new one, uh, The Lighthouse, which kind of looks crazy with Robert Pattinson, Willem Dafoe. Um, but yeah, it takes place in colonial times. These people get banished from a colonial colony. 
and have to go live on a farm. And then, yeah, one of the daughters gets seduced by Satan. Uh, and it's terrifying. And it, it's because it's so remote and so removed from any semblance of society that we know that makes yeah. it more terrifying. I just imagine what if you swap out, you know, Lucifer from that story for just Pennywise, this entity, demonic presence. Reminder I mean, what if he's on a boat? Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go Eric, ship. <laughs> yeah, Eric, shut up. A boat. Titanic. Titanic. Yeah. And Lusitania. <laughs> you just take off the T, drop the T, it's cleaner. Titanic. Titanic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all float we, on the water. Yeah, it's a boat, you except dumb. for those of you that sink. <laughs> <laughs> we all float, you moron. Uh, except the boat. <laughs> it doesn't. Okay. Uh, I don't like any of our pitches so far. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh do we think they're gonna do it or is there gonna be an it chapter three? I want there to be. What? You're, you're, you're it's terrifying. Yeah, exactly. If I gotta go, I gotta yeah. go. I'm gonna go the way I want. <laughs> go in a, screaming in a movie theater. Watching that deleted scene, clutching my chest. Ruining some <laughs> poor 16 year old movie theater employee's night. Sir? <laughs> yes. Sir, can you please wake up? <laughs> He's done this before. <laughs> he became know. the usher from The Simpsons. Yeah, there, exactly. didn't he? Oh, no. Yeah. No, I definitely think they're gonna do an it chapter three. I mean, it. it the these, money's there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The money's there. People are loving it. I mean, even you saying like you don't normally get scared by films, but but this I'm going to enjoy it. I'm still going to give you the my theater. AMC stubs. <laughs> yeah. You're not paying anyway. You paid once. But like, no, I'm paying in years off my life. I'm 63. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You got much. But like, what a ringing endorsement. If they're making money and having immense success with this, they're going to keep making it. Come on. Do they do any spinoffs or anything? Because there are, I mean, well, actually, of course they can. The Stephen King expanded universe. Right. He's already established. All of his books are connected through the, the Dark Tower, right. uh, interdimensionality. Maine. But a fair yeah. amount of his... place in the state of Maine. Yeah. A fair yeah. amount of his books turned movie have not been done great so well, maybe this is the opportunity yeah. to actually do them well yeah we, we send start the fresh back now. through the mist yeah well we, we just saw pet cemetery early this year we're getting doctor sleep which is a sequel did to the shining see pet cemetery? Yeah. Yeah. That, it, i saw was, the trailer for that that looks really good doctor sleep looks pretty good pet was cemetery, pet cemetery, cemetery was okay. Oh, okay not too connected it didn't need to be connected mm. to the rest of the universe other than you know things resurrect and there's some kind of cosmic evil that's at play here uh and then yeah there was carrie the the Chloe Grace Moretz reboot Carrie that came right, out. Right, right. Yeah. I still think they would start it off of it, right? They would they would now make a whole new uh, universe. I mean, apparently universes don't matter how long they last yeah. before you reboot them. Yeah. <laughs> would it connect, do you think, to Castle Rock? That series apparently has a ton of Easter eggs to the Stephen King universe. And, and just like his books, every book references Derry in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I would love to see them actually do Dark Tower well and use that to tie in all of the different books and stories. Because yeah. I, don't, I don't know if anyone read the Dark Tower books, but mm -hmm. it goes pretty deep into its own Stephen King mythos. Yeah. It's very yeah. bizarre to hear him talk about himself like that, but he does, and so it could work. Yeah, it's a lot of drugs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> influence a lot of that. Uh, but it also fe feels very much like I made some real weird choices, and I, you know what? I'm doubling down, yes. and I'm going to explain how this kind of makes sense, it even though definitely it definitely feels doesn't. like that. Or he made one weird choice to start using a lot of cocaine in the yeah. 80s, <laughs> and that influenced everything That's else. That's a lot more than just cocaine. Deadlines are deadlines, folks. But don't you guys, <laughs> deadlines. deadlines are deadlines. Sorry for this tangent, but didn't you guys feel like, did you see the new Dark Tower movie? No. 
the Idris Elba one. Yeah, his best film. I, um, I, I felt like <laughs> that, that was like Stringer Bell. They just took all the drug parts of the Dark Tower series and only took those parts and oh, put them sure. into a movie. It was well, very that, bizarre. That's a sing- ringing endorsement. The movie, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, no, no, it was not. Good. Just kind of showed up and started like the movie. And it's it starts in like the middle of the last book and like takes all the weird parts. Of, like the story got real weird mm-hmm. by that, and that's what also they made I, the movie. it was very bizarre. Connie's acting was just so vague, and I was like, this is. But I love it. You just learned your lines, and that was it. Like you just said the words as they were written. So I'm like, you didn't I mean, know. Anything. I mean, Probably. McConaughey's acting is kind of like you catch. You haven't him seen on the beach bum. <laughs> no. uh, you know, weirdly, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Neither have I. I just okay. pulled it out of my ass. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, speaking of things from out of our asses, how about room rogue questions? <laughs> oh. uh, these are questions uh, out of our uh, OP off-screen producers ask, uh, and we have no idea what they say uh, or what a good answer will sound like, but we'll try. Okay. All right. Let's go for it. All right. Today is Bay Day because it's Beyonce's birthday. Mm. <laughs> what a nerdy topic. Uh, what role would you like to see Beyonce play in the MCU? Just I, Beyonce? Can she just yeah, be Beyonce? Just like, she wouldn't be my wife? Eternal. <laughs> you're, you're, a, not, you're not established in the role. MCU. That's a superhero role. There's a character in the MCU, Chris Cope's wife. Yes. Yeah. They're like, who's Chris Cope? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, She-Hulk. She, she should She-Hulk. be Jennifer Walters. Oh. That'd be great. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, Storm, right? Oh, yeah. I feel or like Monroe. that's, but that's like going to be everybody's go to. What? His was She Hulk immediately. Mine was She Hulk. But I like that. She Hulk. I'm sorry. I say that, Philip, because my first thought was also Storm. And then huh. I was like, no, I don't want to pick Storm, though. It's a bit on the nose. So then you said She Hulk. And I was like, oh, that's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll steal yours. <laughs> yeah, Beyonce is Mark Ruffalo's cousin. Yes, as we, as we all Why know. Not? Yay! Yeah. All right, NASA is investigating the first crime committed in space aboard the International mm-hmm. Space Station. I feel like that's like a Nicolas Cage movie already. <laughs> uh, what's the spaciest crime you could commit? Speeding at the speed of light. Oh, or it's ex- a crime yeah, against nature. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> against natural laws. Yeah. <laughs> Spying on people from Earth from the space station, like using like satellite views. I mean, I think that's why they're. I mean, that's why. Yeah. What's the point? If I can't leer, if I can't leer, I'm not gonna hang up above the Earth. But I don't just mean like. (laughs) Let me leer. I don't mean random leering. I I mean like, oh, this was my nemesis from high school, and like messing with their devices and stuff. (laughs) Maybe laser pointering. All you're doing is just uh, logging them out of Instagram constantly. Just keep (laughs) logging them out. You don't Son have to be pit. on the space station. I know. The space no station one. doesn't give you access to people's Instagram. How do we know this is the pettiest <laughs> Wait, astronauts ever? What, what are we talking about? Space station, yeah, I thought that was the whole point, is that we hack it into people's social media. It gives you access to Instagram? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a monkey up there. Let's see, you try to make Chimpanzee, a periscope now, monkey. you son of a And everybody has two-step verifications. <laughs> that would get annoying very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Eric, you, Moon litter. Two words, moon litter. There's so much litter <laughs> on that moon. Cosmonauts are and just what you dumping their, their uh, freeze-dried food and tang packets on the moon. There's so much litter on the moon. And yeah. That's the crime you would commit. We need to solve that in the real world before we start making movies about it. Gotta find them. No. Aliens. (laughs) You invented your own question that you answered there. Robert Pattinson said this week that when he tried on the bat suit, it took five people to help him and they had to squeeze his butt cheeks. I'm going to say that's out of context of whether or not that helped him get in the costume. (laughs) It's just (laughs) five people line up. All right. Who? who, This is how uh, you guys greet me too. Who wins and why? Captain America's butt or Batman's butt? Oh. Captain America's butt. Captain I mean, America, he's sir. It's America's he ass. He beat the Nazis. He's got America's ass. It's, it's CGI. Yeah. 
Yeah. Is this the new like DC versus Marvel debate? Is yeah, who has exactly. a better butt, butt versus yeah. butt? <laughs> I mean, hands down, America's ass. It's not even a question. Well, I mean, also, it depends on which Batman, right? Because Batflex butt is probably just that like wide butt that like hangs off the sides of a toilet. Yeah. <laughs> but like Captain America's butt is like the finest, most perfectly sculpted butt in the universe. So I don't think any of the Batmans we've seen could even come close. I think we contest. should com- be, be comparing Thanos's ass to Darkseid's ass. <laughs> the off-screen producers are nodding like we got the answer right for the first time in the series of the show ever. <laughs> Guys, Krispy Kreme has a new pumpkin spice cheesecake filled donut. I saw that. Well, pumpkin spiced <laughs> cheesecake filled donut at Krispy Kreme. I have to go. If pumpkin. Finish up. It does look amazing. I saw No, it does. It looks disgusting. <laughs> if I'm pumpkin a fat spice... person. I've eaten shitty food. Would never eat that. Really? It's Never got my cheesecake life. cream filling. That, oh my, just melt a pie and eat that. I mean, good God. Melt a pie? I don't know, it's just <laughs> disgusting sounding. I'm no, into for, it. As a fat person, I'm going to say, that's just gross. I'm into it. <laughs> I mean, as an expert. And then you take that and you're going to dump it into a pumpkin spice latte, you sons of bitches. As yeah. a lady that was formerly pregnant, I think it sounds amazing. <laughs> Uh, well, we all can claim that. Yeah. Uh, if pumpkin I'm spice. I'm every day. Yeah, you know yeah. how swollen my ankles are right now? Rough, man. Swollen ankles. <laughs> guys. It's ripped ankles. Guys, off-screen producer worked really hard on this question, I'm and sorry, we're going to read it. All right. Uh, that's okay, Andy. We got you. Uh, if pumpkin spice were a superpower, <laughs> you worked really hard on this one, uh, would it be used for good or Evil. Evil. It's the calories, man. Trying to poison America. What even is that superpower? To change the seasons. Isn't it all I can think is like Powdered Toast Man from Ren and Stimpy, Uh. except for Pumpkin Spice Man? Hey. Powdered Toast Man's ass or Captain America's ass? That's a t- that's a tougher fight. Google that yeah. if you're yeah. a child a and don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That guy had a weird had butt. A butt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was definitely Hispanic. Guys, uh, Rogue Theory uh, this week, uh, that's it. Thank you so much to Eric Voss, to Chris Cope, and to Trisha Hirschberger. Uh, uh, real quick, where can we find you guys? Uh, you can find me at that girl Trish with no I in the girl on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and at Trisha Hirschberger on YouTube and Twitch. Cool, the girl with no eyes. Chris Cope, uh, we're going to find you. Uh, everything's at Chris Cope Comedy, Twitter, Instagram, website. Sweet. All right. And uh, also look up this guy's uh, stand-up bits. They're very funny. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, and Eric Voss, uh, when will you return to me? Uh, I'll be back on the channel later this week to do some It videos, It Chapter 2. There's, you know, ending explained. Uh, there's a lot of weird stuff in this movie, having seen it, that require explanation. And a lot of, like, weird little Easter eggs and cameos, too. Great. All right. All right. That's not what my question meant, but we'll talk about it later. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, guys, thank you so much. This was really fun. Thank you Thanks guys for watching. Thank you. Thank Let you. us know who went the most rogue. Make sure to uh, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, you get it before the videos and follow us at New Rockstars. Follow me at Philip Molina on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and uh, cheers, Chris Cope. You cheers. survived the episode. Yay. 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 Me and Phil Collins. Yeah.